January 5th, 2010. It's a lot from Pedro's show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Happy 2010. And uh, yeah, I'm doing it from Mr. Shimmy's pad here in Shimo Takedo, part of Tokyo, Japan. It's quite an honor for me. In a couple hours, I'm uh, going to record Second Brother, Sister, Daughter album in uh, nearby uh, Kami Kitazawa. And I got a special guest with me. He's been on the show before uh, in England. And one time, uh, a couple times in England, and one time in uh, Benicassim. Yes. Catalonia. Uh, as uh, Jose. Hello. Uh, Jose. <laughs> and uh, why is Jose here, you're probably wondering. Why isn't he in England, where he lives? Well, yeah, why isn't he in uh, Valencia, where he came from? Because you kidnapped me. You put me in, you chopped me into pieces and put me into your suitcase. <laughs> and smuggled me in the country. <laughs> yeah. Now, he's got an interesting history. Uh, his wife lives here. Uh, is from here. She's from Tokyo, yeah. Kyoto. So, you haven't uh, visited the in-laws in a little bit, right? How many yeah. years? Almost five years. We haven't been to... Right, right. So, they come back to visit. We have the bones to... Right, right. But they both live... In uh, Angel Part of London, England, and uh, you got the bones up because you've been Camdenized, and and uh, uh, you come to visit and coincided with uh, oh I should say what we started uh, played on the show we started off with John Coltrane I wish I knew, and then Still Breathing by If by Yes, which I think is from an E. E. Cummins poem and uh, that's uh, Petra singing it. All right and. Uh, and Miss Shimmy, his wife, as you go, and Yuka Honda have. Wow. Yeah, these cats I play with, why I came to do this New Year's gig with my sister's daughter and now make the second album. Uh, they play many different bands. And If By Yes is a thing they've been working on a couple of years. It's mainly Yuka Honda's uh, vision. Right. Uh, it started off with her and Petra, and then brought shimmy board as you go nice. and uh, yeah in a couple hours I'm gonna go in the studio we got four days I'll do the second album but anyway getting back to um, Jose's mission he uh, yeah wanted to see the in-laws and uh, coincided with this uh, New Year's gig or what they call countdown gig here and I, I, about a year ago I had written a song for him called paddling in my djembe so uh, yeah, we played together. Yeah, for well, the first we started time. off the gig with Paddling in My Jimbe. First time I ever played it for people. You know, I wrote it for you. I never thought I would be doing his gig. Ended up a Cuz song. So when the Cuz record comes out, you're going to hear the version with uh, Jose playing with me and Sam. I think it's going to be now probably three different versions. One with Cuz. Are you going to do it with Brothers and Sisters Daughters too? Only for the gig. Ah, it was only for the gig. Only oh, for the gig. I thought you were not recording as well. No, I thought too special. Okay. You know what I mean? Too special for. Um, I, I should tell really? uh, then, tell then, why then. I wrote the song because uh, I'll say he was having some bad experiences with music, so I wanted him to get happy with music <laughs> yeah. again. So like I wrote him the song. <laughs> yeah, a therapy. So, uh, yeah, we won't record it. It's for you. And then uh, there were so many uh, songs about the sea and Brother Sam living in Brighton by the water. And this was kind of a, you know, it's about me and the, I actually don't paddle in a djembe, but, but so Jimmy's that's a poetic part. From, but, from us 
being on that's like, right casting with the and but I love to kayak. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that is a reality, and it's in the sea. So I thought it would fit with the idea of cuz because we have a lot of ocean stuff on that, uh, especially after the lighthouse uh, song I wrote. I, oh, I wrote a lighthouse song for t um, this recording session. I found a lighthouse. In fact, on New Year's Day, I took the train to uh, Inobosaki to see a todai, a lighthouse. It was built the same year as our lighthouse in Point Furman, 1874. I thought it was a weird coincidence. Much different styles. The man was, who built it was actually a Scotsman named Burton. And yeah, he built like 26 of them or something all around this land. So they call them Burton's children. <laughs> but it's uh, one of these round ones where the people aren't even in it. It's got a light at the top and the shaft turns it the uh, one in San Pedro, the Point Furman one, is kind of like a house, a Victorian-style house. In fact, the first two light housekeepers were sisters. They were women, and nobody lived out there. It was very desolate. Yeah. But we're sitting on a cliff, so they don't have to be all strong and fortified like one that would be near uh, ocean and big winds. So ours is just like a house with the light thing, and it hasn't been active, I think, since the Second War. Uh but the, the one there still works. I got some pictures of it at nighttime. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah. And uh, now the, the word means bark and dog point. Or cliff or something. Because of the shikas, uh, sea lions. But they went extinct. The Japanese sea lion actually was bigger than the California one. But it's extinct. Really? So no, no more. Or, or, or. It was very sad. I mean, humans do this all over the world. Like we don't have otters anymore in SoCal. Well, the sea pelicans almost went away. You know, for a long time because of the DDT, DDT and the peregrines, and falcons. So that was kind of sad. But the, the the nature, and I've never put my foot in the ocean here, in this land, or touched it. Yeah, and this is the first uh, New Year's in seven, eight years that I didn't get to do my polar bear swim because I ain't in Pedro, you know, and I was thinking about trying it here, but it was a little <laughs> cold. Actually, it's not as cold as last year. Sun's out. and You know, it's in the low 40s and stuff, but nothing like uh, last year. That was, I'm spoiled by California weather, you know. It's, it's, it's crazy stuff. But yeah, uh, we got to play together on New Year's um, Eve. Yeah. And it's my first New Year's Eve in Japan, and it's the first time I got to play with you. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, we also had a special guest, Satomi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. the Hoof. Yeah, Satomi-san. She was great. But we didn't put her enough uh, monitors. It was the first song, and mm. she kind of was miming it. Yeah. Uh, you said you got a recording of it, right? I have a... Um, uh, well, Kyoko recorded it on camera, and... Can you hear her saying... Sorry, the sound. Can you hear her saying? Uh, a little bit, not much. <laughs> because the sound man was probably just getting it together, you know, there was yeah. no sound check, you just, we just went for it. Well, I, I had to put my ear close to, to her mouth. Well, I, I was supposed to, to sing the chorus with her. Yeah, right. And on the third round of chorus, I think, I, I, where's Satomi? Where's Satomi's boy? Why I can't hear her? So I... Physically, 
put my ear close to her mouth so I could hear her voice natural and then there it was the shiny beautiful voice of her was saying paddle in my gym <laughs> in a higher it's, key it's, it's kind of an insane song I mean I I don't know but uh, it was very personal for me and I just want to get excited about music again because music can be a fun thing it was also yeah, okay. a long time for me not being live on Right, because you have stage. history with uh, Shimo. The gig was in Shimo Kirazawa. Yeah, we play in Japan. I mean, it, it wasn't a proper show. It was like a more like a private show when we got married. And it was full of crazy. How, how many years ago? That was two thousand and two. Eight years ago. Yeah, a long time. That's when I was still playing, and and then yeah, I haven't been on 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 stage for uh, for a long time. Well, I I was invited by the Go Team just to. To have some fun for a while, but oh, you got to mime it, <laughs> yeah. But which was great because I, I've still it's on stage, you know, still you're in front of the on the audience. But Jamie, you know, it's, it's not Jimmy Sama's sick. I'm so glad he got well. But yeah, kind of your bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like a fun, more than than I didn't get nervous. Yeah, but music's supposed to be fun. But I didn't get the feeling. Of yeah, the, I know the, what the you dry mean, like a dry mouth. <laughs> Like I was. We started that song off, you know. I'd never played that song. The only practice we had for this gig was a couple hours before the gig. Wow. Amazing musicians. Really quick. We're going in the studio. It's Nels Klein, whose birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Nels Happy Klein, birthday 54. Uh, Tanjobi Omedero. Tanjobi Omedero. And uh, Yuka Honda's joining us. So we're going to be five people. Cool. Miss Shimmy. Miss Yuko, of course. And uh, last few days... Miss Shimmy been charting out the stuff, you know. But um, amazing people I get to play with. I was the weak link, you know, and I was so, I got more confident as the gig went on. But I was blowing clams all over the place. I, I don't <laughs> I didn't hear any any clams on the sense of the well, I didn't blow the songs out of the water, it's not like it was a total train wreck, but there was the structure got got a little change. That the structure of the song. No, I forgot the whole words to the bridge about the Lucas and the Pelicans, and it came to me halfway through. And we were already through that bridge part, you know. Well, that's all right. I, that, I mean, it, it's it sounds all right. It's different from the recording. I knew it was going to be. For one thing, the other musicians yeah. never played it before this after that afternoon. That's, I'm surprised that you're not going to record it. I thought you were going to record it, so I'm glad that at least I got the video recording with sound because that will be no, less I, I want it to be for, for Cuz, and then, of course, I think you should do a version because it was written for you to Yeah, I'm going to do my own yeah, version, yeah. that's for sure. But I thought three versions of it will be kind of funny with Nels and Shimi on one side and then on the other side with Sam. Well, Sam is playing drums anyway, but he does, you know, mixing. And, and then I'll do... My stuff. <laughs> she go to a trippy. She was like, uh, kind of a march on the snare. Much I different version. I couldn't hear that. That's the thing. Oh. I, there's too many. Well, there's too many people on stage to pay attention to. I mean, I hear the whole thing, but <laughs> to me, you and and of course Tommy. Well, you were right in front of the bass. <laughs> but I, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be between Satomi and you because it's well, Satomi. You know, I, actually, I, I, no. I, I think you were between. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you yeah. Were. I, that was no accident. I placed myself okay, there. You okay. know, I only got one. Well, I know all your pedals. You, he had like ten pedals for one song. Not ten, five pedals. But that's, <laughs> that's when I get all the songs you hear. Like those, those like woo. That's, that's, you know, I, I need the pedals to. 
Yeah, Nels uses a lot of pedals. More than me, I only have five. They have like Shit, on my, uh, like ten or fifteen. My uh, autumn album, he used thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you don't use it. But you like the experience. Oh, I loved it. Good. I was great to it was share too it short. with you. That's the only downside of it. It was too short. Yeah. What was your plan? You were going to stay up there for a second. I thought to stay. Bomb rush and just improvise anything on because you started it so and then Shuka song. Yeah, and then I thought. I already I was church up already. I, I passed the fear of the first song, so I was like, I could do the whole fucking show now. <laughs> but then I thought, no, it's, it's you know better. Bogart. Yeah, better to. And also, sure, Satomi, sure. Satomi was down with Kyoko, so I thought I want to be with them as well. So okay. I, <laughs> Let's play some more music. Thank you. 
swaying Moonlight, eleven shades of dark Here we go, pulse the drum I'm swaying, they're all swaying Moonlight, eleven shades of dark Taking it all the way to the end Red Drake, nothing but touching now
Watt from Pedro's show. Um, you just heard Everything is Easy by Sigodi. Uh, those are those um, cats in, um, not just north of Forenza. Neil Pisano. I did a show there in the kitchen while they were cooking up chow. In fact, we're chowing while we're doing the show. Great. And in Italy. Yeah, last month when I was there with the uh, Asogno del Marinaio. Marinero. Marinaio. Italiano's close. Marinaio. That's Sailor's Dream. Insogno, Sueño. And before that, um, Rocket, a live uh, version from uh, Many Birthdays, which is an Austin band, but they, they spent some time in Osaka. And then uh, Go Team Go by Sporadic Spontaneous. And I can't remember where they're from. They might be Go US Go Team band. Go, funny name. And, and before that was youth, youth, youth Against Fashionism. Sorry about stuttering like that. Youth Against Fashionism Not by Yoko Five. And I think Yoko Five's from Argentina. Hope I got that right. South, South America for sure. And we started all off with the quick, quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog by Discipline Ekichma. And they're from Serbia. Great bass player named Koya. This cat, man, righteous, Segoy, amazing cat. Uh, I got to meet him when I last play, played Belgrade. And uh, there's a lot of, the band goes way back. And um, he's sending me some more recent stuff so I get to play, and uh, I'm a big fan of his. He's cool. Now, uh, it's weird because I'm talking about myself a little bit, but um, you've only seen me play with Stooges. Yeah, you don't know me as a minute no. man. No, uh, I mean I've seen footage, but not. No, not again. No, and I've told so you that was many the first times. Thing. I've requested many times, like, why don't you come to England? Because you know, if I had bones, I'll be touring with you. You know, in the van on the boat <laughs> in the USA for sure for a few days to see us to see you live. But you know, I was hoping that you would come to. I was expecting you to play on the tenth anniversary of ATP. With not with the Stooges, but with the with the missing man or even the second man. I thought you ought, ought to be on the. You had to be on the. Yeah, I was kind of busy anyway, so it's okay. Mm, I'm, you know, <laughs> not, not always possible to fit everybody, but anyway. I'm gonna come play England again, probably uh, on on a Mike Watt thing, probably with Missing Man when I get the third opera done. Okay. Only Tom and Raoul. I still got to put the bass on. I recorded without the bass so they wouldn't be affected because the small songs, they didn't want it to sound too much like Minuteman because they're very small songs. So I'm going to go to New York City and put the bass on. I thought the best way maybe was have them play without the only Minuteman. <laughs> so I had them play. I wrote it all on the guitar. Very strange because I don't play guitar very well, but Tom Watson was righteous to uh, follow my directions. Wrote it on one of D. Boone's guitars. All 30 songs. They're about really? a minute and a half. They're small songs. And then we worked it out with Raul. I had Tom play it and practice, but I wouldn't let him hear the bass. Nice. So it's a strange concept. <coughs> I've we, talked we, about it before. We it's kind Basura, of. Basura, small songs. Of. Remember the first time I, I was into your show? I chose my Basura songs. Basura. Which were quite small songs, like. Five, ten seconds. That, that's shorter than ours. <laughs> no, not that short. Mean. The shortest song I ever heard was a Youth Brigade, 
But it wasn't the Cali one, it was the East Coast one, maybe DC. And they had something called the No Song or something? Just, no! Sore Throat, do you remember that band? No. Sore Throat was a kind of like green death metal sort of band of and They had a England. short song? And they had, a, I think one album had about maybe 90 songs or something. And um, <laughs> there were many of us like, like wow, ow. <laughs> and that, those counted the songs. <laughs> well, the no song was just one word. No! <laughs> That's how Basura got started. When we heard that, I thought, well, if they did 90 or 60 songs, we're going to do 300 songs in an hour. <laughs> so we have to work out how, how to split the... Good memory. The <laughs> That's why Basura had all those little... Anyway, uh, so you see me, uh, it's a little different than Stooges. Oh, yes, very different. You, it's totally a different story, different... But the, yeah, but this band, it's not like Second Men are missing that either. This, uh, I don't try to make every band the same, even though I kind of play the same bass style. Uh, the people I play with make it different. I don't know if my watch changes so much. I kind of play the same... <laughs> But kind of to start with, it was a small stage, and in a small in a small venue, you can hear the you can hear the music from the PA. But if you're close to the stage, you can also hear from the from the amps, from the backline, and that's important as well because the natural sound of the of the amplifier mm -hmm. you were using, and so that was something big different from the studios not this big oh yeah uh, big stage the venue yeah itself also i get to see to see you closer from a from a side point distance studios again being big stages and also the, all the chaos going on because of the nature of the band yeah there is i could pay attention i've not been pushed around or myself pushing them as well other people so it's it was a new way to see you play which was great. I was waiting for a long time to, because we talked a lot, you know, on the email and and on Skype and all those things. But you are. I've stayed at your pad a few times. Yeah, shared sometimes, but you didn't really get to share a lot of gig time with. Yeah, me. usually it's the other way around. People know you from seeing you live, but I know you from you yeah. as Mike, not not you on with the bass, which is weird. It was Mr. Shimmy's bass, exactly. Exactly. The white bass you were Should playing? Should I say exactly? Actually, yeah. Actually. It was Mr. Shimmy's bass, actually. No, it was a silver uh, Fender silver. P bass. Maybe made Mexico. Good one. Good one. Sounded good. And I played with a heavy gauge. I liked. E-string the same, but the other three were a little heavier, so a little more tone. And, uh, God, I had to push the amp all the way, not too good an amp. Uh, but it did, 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 did the job. And those people played so beautiful. Uh, she goes slamming on the drum. That lady is an incredible drummer. You know? And they were... The way they played the guitars off each other, you know. For me, it was great to be part of that. And Shuka too. That was a new thing. That was a new thing. With the song, remember Brother, that? sister, daughter, maybe now... This is like fourth version of this band. <laughs> Nothing remains of the first first version was with Kramer and Sam Bennett. All improvised, so it, it's changed. The brother sister daughter name was just an umbrella thing for me coming to make music in this land. Okay. So it was never like a, a, a 
a band in the old-fashioned sense. It's more like an umbrella name. Now it's become like a band, more. You sounded quite solid. It didn't sound like a one-off project. It sounded like you... It sounded... So those really people, they're, I, was, they're, I was surprised of the... They're quality musicians. Yeah, amazing. And musicians. very passionate musicians, mm. too. Not too muso about it. They still have a good time. It's about the spirit. Yeah, and yeah. not just about yeah. the notes mm. and accuracy. Because you talk to me about Nels a lot and Jimmy. And well, I've done a lot of stuff with him over the years. Starting with uh, Ball Hug or Tugboat. Maybe 15 years now. Yeah. I first saw him playing Spanish guitar in Charlie Hayden's Liberation Orchestra, and I asked him to open up just playing Spanish guitar. And then I got the chance to start playing with him. He's just always amazed me. And then I came over here to do Spielgusher, the first time I recorded with the Shimmy Mishuko here in the pad. Actually, the first time was during Stooges' uh, Fuji uh, Festival Rock so. thing. Mm. And I, I sat right here, in fact, uh, about two or three feet from where I'm sitting now. And did the song they had called Choose the Light. It was very difficult. It was in seven. And I couldn't get the time. And so Miss Yuko started playing the beat on my back while I was recording it. And I could f literally feel the beat and I got it. It was amazing. It's on their new I album remember, called Pulling From Above. When we were in Benicas in Valencia in the hotel. Mm -hmm. Remember that evening we were, we were hanging out near the beach? Mm-hmm. You showed me a footage video of Yuko and Shimi. That's how they taught me the song with the and video. That's the song, yeah, I remember but that one. But there was no bass. They just mm. showed me their parts. The first time I ever got a song like that, usually you get an audio recording, but they used to give me a movie yeah, of them playing it. <laughs> just like, well, okay. <laughs> and then, and I come in here, and then, but then I came back after the first Brother Sister Daughter tour, the one with Kramer and Sam Bennett. And did something called Spielgusher. In fact, Shimmy just finished mixing it. 63 songs. And Richard Meltzer, an old friend of mine, gave me 50 spoken words, poems, he recorded up in Portland, Oregon. In fact, actually, the first one to hear that, because it was taking me time to get music. I want to put music behind this. It's been a project for mine, I don't know, six, seven years. I asked, uh, Float the poems to Miss Kiari. I never heard back. Uh, Mr. Uh, Meltzer uses some extreme. He's from the 60s and uh, uh, tradition of Lenny Bruce, maybe. Very strong language. And I think I freaked her out. <laughs> yeah. so, but these people, they, they do English, but not all that well. So they didn't care. You know, it didn't freak them out. Maybe it sounded like sounds. And so we did in three days 63 pieces of music. Wow. And he's just mixed it all. And I, I stayed here, and that was the first time I got to record with them, like a whole deal. It was amazing. It's the same place I'm going to record now, just a practice pad. Machine does this on a rolling hard disk recorder, you know? He's amazing uh, with not just playing guitar and bass. Because they play bass and drums for Cornelius, too. There are many... Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen them. That's what but I've he also records yeah. and makes his own preamps and fuzz boxes and cables. And Yeah, he's, he's... One of the luckiest things in the world was getting to meet him. But anyway, I gave him Contemplating the Injury in my first opera. And, whoa, who's this guitarist? You know, he really dug the guitar. Well, that's my friend Nels Klein, you know. You like him? You want to know him? then you should play with them. 
And Nels had never been to this land. So last Christmas, put Nels on the plane, I got him a ticket, you know. Uh, music to me is such an intense thing. It's a fun thing, but it's also a very human, uh, what can I say, uh, can be a really good side of our nature the human experience not just hating and being greedy and stuff but you can share a creative possibility uh, through art expression music is beautiful on this uh, so come on over. so he got to play here for the first time and Miss Shum got to play with him and then the next day we recorded the first brother sister daughter album in three days Crazy. no two days recording two days and he's mixing that now and uh, when I did my autumn album, no practice with Nels. I just played the bass line to him, and the guy just right in the moment created. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I shouldn't Bogart. I should share him with the world, of course. <laughs> and uh, so that, I'm, you know, it all started with the Funanori thing about me starting to record stuff I'm not used to and getting situations that are very creative, even though they're scary. Uh, just find interesting... Uh, people and and try to grow on the base so I don't just do reruns I'm very proud mm. honored to be part of my past and stuff but I want to be in the moment too so mm. I get in these situations I've been pretty lucky to grow up as well as, as I'm learn and learn this thing yeah and also to like I said with the food and noise start recording more and not just doing gigs the last 10 years I did so many gigs compared to recordings uh, Gigs are so important. You're saying yourself, you love the gig, you love life. But when you're, we're gone, when we're dead, we can't do That's gigs. I always tape them on video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, so I got to do more works. And so starting with that project there, I've been on a tear with collaborations. I've talked about on the show before, but I got like, uh, I don't know, 12, 13 projects, you know, albums that I've played bass on. That's when I was in Italy, now every chance I get, I try to record. So they're my Akachans, my Bambinos. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have their own lives in a way. Mike Watt maybe played the bass and wrote the song or something, but they leave me and they become their own things. And they'll be there for people to find when I'm gone. You know? Thank God D. Boone, we, us Minutemen. And we thought of them as flyers. We never even thought about posterity, this word posterity, right? For the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad we did them. They weren't just flyers for the gig. They were for us in that moment, but now I can hear D. Boone play guitar, and not just some memory of actually doing it. Although I love the memory, footage of the shows I really like because of, even though it's what, not with Cano? yeah. Oh, you're talking about the gig on New no, Year's? No, no, no. I'm talking generally, but I was thinking of the, the Jamikono documentary. You, it's like four or five you, hours. <laughs> we didn't know that was being recorded. That stuff was all sent to Keith and Tim way after the fact. But it's great that you know I. I was too young and too far away. I was a little kid, so I, there's no chance I, I could have seen you live. So in a way, I know it's not the same as being there at the moment, but at least I could see the boom on stage and you and Georgie, <laughs> Georgie, and you get a, a taste of of what it could have been, of what it had been. Yeah. So and the idea of doing works is important. Mm -hmm. I didn't have as much respect for it. I think in the older days and then I got caught up in doing gigs and touring and touring so much I, I, yeah I got away from it I think between the first opera which is 1996 
1997. And then now, like 12 years because this year just started. The second opera's in 2004. There's only like two real Mike Watt albums in all that time. I play on some other recordings too, but uh, like the Unknown Instructors, three albums. And, but I, uh, by the way, Joe Biza wrote me, we're going to start a fourth Unknown Instructors. Unknown Instructors is very important because this is where I've been able to play with George Hurley. You know, I played with him 14 years in Minutemen and Fire. He's an incredible drummer. But now I've got all these things. Really two of them are Mike Watt ones. The Missing Man Third, my third opera, and uh, The Black Gang, my album about autumn. And Shubham Nohim. And because the other ones, even though even if I wrote the songs, uh, I'm not really mixing them, putting them together, but I'm still a big part of them. And I think it's not always being in control. Life is about taking turns in my philosophy. You're one of my crazy mm. philosophies. And so don't be in control of all, you know. All third the opera, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in like the classroom of the Stooges. It's okay. <laughs> I get my, with Tom and Raul, they follow my direction. Very kind. Now as Bob Lee did with the Black Gang. I want to make a second man album next year, so Pete and Jer. Uh, but just get and have my bass. Be part of a... Saundakachan is righteous, you know, for me. I mean, more respect for that that I didn't have in the uh, older days. So, you know, I come from Arena Rock, so when we saw the punk gigs, they really blew our minds. We liked the idea of the gig more than anything. And I got a little carried away. <laughs> so now I'm trying to record and stuff like that. And uh, we met with some cat last night, his wife, and they have a band. Well, she does, and he wants me to do some recording, and uh, yeah, you were surprised that yeah, I don't really know the music, but I'm, I'll just put the yeah, bass on yeah. anyway. But well, I'm trying to play on as much stuff as I can that time permits and stuff like that, because it's just uh, I don't know. It's, it's I've never been 52 before. <laughs> this all started when I was almost 50, so uh, just new sensibility about my life. I think you get more of an idea that you can't live forever. Not to be morbid, I'm not trying to be down or, or, or sound like that, but uh, yeah, the mortality thing, you feel a little more than when you're uh, a more younger man. Maybe. So, I, I, sometimes I feel, wow, I don't have much time, i got to get these babies born. No, I don't want to sound desperate or anything, but sometimes I feel a little desperate about it. So, uh, yeah, that's where I am with that. So, thank you. Uh, I mean, if thank you with your bum, bum out about music and then me trying to raise your spirit with a I would never wrote the song you know what I mean that that that, that kind of lame situation for you actually helped me be a little productive to write a song I'd never written a song about my kayak before so that was great so I, well, I, I have to I thank to, you it's the side of you that I know most because you sent me this those videos like a, it's like a diary, and then we really enjoy them. We, me and Kyoko, we watch them at night when we are in bed with in the computer, and then it's really funny because it's you. Even though I'm not into Peter, I can like watching the the footage of you and the boom playing. So it's kind of like, okay, it's not the real thing of being there, but I can get a feeling of how it how it feels to be there with, with the with the Shikas and the Rukas. 
Man, the last panel, the Lucas were right with me. It made me 16, 17 of them. Yeah. So close. They were with you. Yeah. I'm sure that those animals, well, not all of them, but most of them, they recognize your face. <laughs> they know who There's you are. There's that crazy yeah. man. Well, I do wear the same <laughs> outfit all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, especially the, the Ashikas, who are the, the, because they look as they come and go, but the Ashikas, they are usually just laying down on the buoys. On the buoys. I'm sure they know you. They are. swim, too, with me sometimes. They swear with you around me, but yeah, they're checking me out. They yeah. must know you because you are you are there almost every day. At, at the same <laughs> no, time. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Tuesday, Thursday, <laughs> the other four days under detention. But yeah, say so it was great that the ocean. I always draw fish. That's my is my logo. The fish. I had a disconnection with the ocean more than with the earth, especially when I was younger. And you as Valencia well. on the sea. Yeah, Valencia on the sea, and also it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's bigger than, than the land, but it's unknown. It's, it's covered by water. Oh, yeah. we can two thirds. Yeah, two thirds of the of the planet. We have no idea how it looks. No idea. There's no even light when it's that deep, and yet generation after generation goes by with no idea that you know. It's kind of weird that you live like mysterious. Yeah. Big, yeah. in a big scale. It's not just a little cave. It's it's, it's bigger than the land that you know, and you don't even know what's going on down no, there. And probably life came from there. It yeah, started exactly. There. It came from right, there. Right. It was until recently that they sent these robots that they went really deep, and they got these these photos of these weird fishes with fluorescent lights yeah. and because it's pitch black totally pitch they got black there. microscopic animals that live in underwater volcanoes wow yeah they live off some kind of a chemical situation that's happening because of that heat whole different life form yeah, that, yeah, that so much that we don't know but yet we are on the same planet with yeah we need to be a little more humble so anyway, back to the, the theme of, the, of, no, of our... No, we got to end the song. first hour here. Oh, okay. It's um, January 5th, 2010. First hour, what for Peter's show? Hold tight for hour two. January 5th, 2010 is second hour, what from Pedro's show.
human is another thing. We started the second off, a second hour off with Feifu by the Dwarves, then Sands Poured by Sandbox, Glue 2, Solo Musica, Drops of Rain, R4, or R04, and finally Killer Rain by Schooner. Schooner's the cats from Montreal. I've s- several times on the show said they were from Ontario, <laughs> like an asshole. Big difference. Next door, Quebecois. Schooner and uh, I, yeah, making an uh, album with uh, Steve there called The Island. Well, the project's called The Island and the album's called Channels. And almost done. A couple more songs when I get back. Another one. And uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. How many times have you been here? This is the fourth time. Fourth time. And uh, Yeah, what's your impression? This time is different, very different to the other. Well, each time is different, of course, but this time, so far, we haven't met still Kyoko's friends, which is weird. And I have met you, and I have met Satomi. Sorry, before we were talking offline when this thing was shut, about this connection, that when when I asked Satomi whether she would like to join us, for this show, this one song, and she said yes. And I told her that Nels and Yuka were gonna be there. She she mentioned that um, she met you and Nels and Yuka and me at different places in the world and at different stages of her life. And then all of a sudden, she was gonna meet us here in Tokyo and on stage. So music connected us in a way and it was magical and this is the magical thing of this trip for me this time here that the other three trips didn't have (laughs) well i i did play in 2002 with kyoko for our wedding show and then uh that was one trip and then the first one is the first 1999 when i came here the first time the first shock you know, all Arise Oriental. I went to Fuji Rock straight away. Everyone's Oriental. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. their land. Well, I feel like I got gym for the like first it, time. You know, when you're in well, Europe... Well, like going to Spain, you're probably going to meet some Spaniards. Yeah, what I mean is about right. the, the race. You go to Catalonia, if, some Catalans. Yeah, but if, you got, if I go to the USA, which I've never been, by the way, but then if I go, because the race is similar, I don't, doesn't fit, you feel like you're more anonymous in a way. There's just a lot of Europe descent people in the mm. US yeah okay and then if I go to any well, we have Europe, Asian descent people <laughs> believe it or not but here it's you're so obvious you are different oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah. everybody got black hair and except yeah. the girls that dyed blonde but okay. <laughs> we got uh, that in the US too believe me and stretched eyes which I love it's my favorite right? stretched <laughs> and yeah you feel like you're different you're sitting on the train that's the first impression of the first trip second trip is the wedding show and all the thing we play I play here even though it was a private show but still I, I play so it was like wow I'm playing in Tokyo this is trippy and then the third time I brought two of my friends who you met Ernesto and Luigi and they were tripped out and we were in Kyoko's parents and it was crazy and it was fun and then this is the fourth time and soon after I arrived we got to play this, I got to be on stage for many long, with the exception of the golf team, I mean thing, for a long, long time, play live, and I 
I got that feeling just before going on stage and when putting setting the pedals, you know, that little nervousness <laughs> ticking, tickling you and then we start to play and then I'm sandwiched between Mike and Satomi and you know, Satomi she means a lot to me because Dia Hoove is, is one of my favorite so this bands. gig was the big experience of the fourth trip? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. And also not only the show, but afterward, hanging out with you in that place. in the Stayed up late. I don't think cocking at 6 a.m. in a long time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I had a great time. Um, yeah, well, it's so great to meet you here. Memorable. I've been here now five times in the last two years. <laughs> Crazy. I think seven... Eight times altogether. That's First time was 2001 with Jay Maskus. He gave me this shirt, this purple shirt I'm wearing.
Thank you.
Art from Pedro show. Yeah, big block of music there. Uh, start off with uh, Misoji from uh, Keiko Hiraoka. That's wife of uh, Mr. Keigo, who was, uh, well, not was, is very good music friend. Mr. Shimmy's in uh, Nakama, colleague, friend. No, Tomodachi's friend. Nakama, I think, colleague. Anyway, I, I like you were saying uh, to Satomi-san, uh, Mike Watt is a word collector. Yeah, there's yeah. so much energy for the bass that I don't learn these languages properly, so I just collect words. <laughs> and uh, anyway, from her solo album, Shinago, incredible musician. And uh, uh, yesterday, Mr. Shimmy brought me there their pad in uh, Sakura Shinmachi Newtown Sakura Newtown he took me to a couple uh, temples too Omiya Hachimangu and Sakura that is one Jingu that's right near here I, I, with the bicycle I passed it yeah well these weren't too far away and uh, took me last year the first time and I got to Wash the hands and drink and say the prayers. The ritual. I wanted, you know, um, Shuko got sick after the gig. She played so hard with that cold air. And, uh, but her, she was at the chow and her health has gotten back for the recording. But I, for everybody really, I hope, my hope for 2010, this year of Tiger, that's her year. But for everyone on the earth, man, if we can just get it together you know and not be all angry on each other and help uh cats you might have some like bad luck Skiori helping you with the camdenized yeah big time big time yeah big time so that was like my big prayer and then good health there's nothing like yeah, good health health first for everyone man intensity by the Bambi molesters at two child the Detroit City Police. Nosene number one, something live from Alessandra Cialetti. And Under the Bus by Department of Real Estate. And uh, that's got Keel Griffin, and he was in uh, this last piece, untold last piece of the set. It was the first gig for them, L-H-O-O-Q, which includes Joe Barardi on drums, and uh, organ player, synthesizer player was Motoko Honda, and she was uh, at the Chow. She's from Sendai, but she's visiting people here and hasn't been back for many years. And uh, amazing improviser. She sat next to Tommy's son. How does the, the Tiger thing work? It's Every year, because they, they got different stars, names for the constellations, right? Or something like that. You could I think last year was uh, the ox. But you could be in Tiger because she was born in 1974. Because I found out that I was like Satomi. And yes, we I don't know about these things. And, um, yeah, me either. But I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning some stuff. But it's kind of related to, uh, I think, our astrology with uh, the Sagittarius and maybe something right, like okay. that. Some with the stars, I think, maybe. So it's to do with... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. It's interesting how humans try to mm. understand, especially it's in more, the old it's more days. It's an Oriental thing. Uh, the Far East, the the animals changing every every year. We got some animals. I think Taurus is a bull. Do you know any Tauruses? No. I think my uh, sister Melinda's a Taurus. And then I think in summers, Cancer's a crab. And I think I'm half horse and half man. <laughs> right? Sagittarius? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm a half. I'm mixed. So I was told I was tiger too, and I didn't know about it. So maybe... Yeah. Maybe you're a kick-ass drummer inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. That's <laughs> no, all right. All right. It, 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 there's probably uh, many levels of meaning behind all that mm. stuff, so it's okay. But uh, sometimes when you're around something so close, you don't notice it. But being gaijin, being foreign, yeah, yeah. these things stick out. Yeah. It's great. Mm. And that's probably why they like to come... England or U.S. too, and see the difference. See, you know, you learn by by uh, finding out about different things. I think you learn a little bit more about yourself, in a way. Yeah, because you f see, there's a lot of different ways people have same uh, situations, right? Mm. Got to have a life. Got to get the child. Got to express yourself through arts. But everybody's got because of the cultures, the geographies, the weathers, kind of uh, different. This, I, I wrote a song about that lighthouse I visited on New Year's Day. And um, yeah, the idea, we share this, the Pacific Ocean. When I put yeah, my foot, um, maybe some of that water, but maybe some of the lighthouse light gets over from mm -hmm. theirs to ours. And it's an idea like this. I thought you, you were know. thinking that. Ikosan, working person, sells shoes. Kind of, I'm from working town. Even though there's big differences especially surface ones you notice in a lot of ways there's probably more about us that are similar I was reading somewhere about DNA being like that I think a fly has at least half or same kind of DNA a fly I think orangutans are very close in the high, in the 90s percent so right. yeah, the we share there's a lot of common ground and I think well, we, we, this we, realizes we but the contrasts are kind of neat too because it gives you uh there's something about exotic that makes you wake up more. And you kind of start asleep at the wheel in your own situation. You take things for granted so much. So it's good, I think, to visit and to have a home. Well, we're at the end of the second hour of uh, January 5, 2010. Watt from Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. Maybe she doesn't want... January 5th, 2010, it's the third hour of the Lot from Pedro show.
the universe, we must control it all. And now the great country falls into authority. Like the sister wives and better voices fly unto a truth. Too many, too much, too greedy, too dumb. It will be noted who wears a pen. Salutes on demand. Now design the costumes of the new order. Like Nazis. With all that symbolism. That fascinated generation. Symbol was, is, part of the power to keep them in line. Even those old unswept hairdos and shoulder pads. Most of all, do it wrong to take a pill to poetry. Academic ones, but a swell in a miniature marquee. Trained to check the rosters for who goes to piss. What kind of mind would nail a living thing to a cross? Same one that figured the speech.
Classical musicians are like that. They don't have the music in front of them. Yeah, but then you get 
people like Greg, which comes from classical music, and then it's, it's yeah. the most insane... Music's a different experience for a lot of people. I'm not saying every classical musician's like that, but some of them can't improvise at all. Mm. But you give them a sheet of music, they play the yeah. fuck out of it. Yeah. Some people are, you know, like me, very crude. <laughs> can't read a score sheet. I can read score sheet, but kind of slow. Too slow, yeah. And uh, also, just, just my... I don't, sometimes I can play pretty. <laughs> sometimes. Oh, I thought you were pretty. I tried to play pretty show. for Funanoi. Oh, there was one song, the purple, green, yellow, orange. I forget why I, t I titled it, but I, I thought I played. I tried what? to play pretty. In the show? In the, yeah. In the, it's maybe the third, fourth song. I don't know the title. Yeah, you don't know the title, but it was on the first uh, recording, Brother, Sister, Daughter, and I wrote it to be pretty. Like a rainbow. I should go put poem. To, to about rainbow uh we should talk about the songs huh we start off the third uh hour with uh paddling majimbe uh, early version very rough mix uh by cuz uh but with special guests they rose on guitar mr sam was on uh on drums. drums and uh I play the bass in yeah, the Stupid Spiel <laughs> about uh, paddling. I've never actually paddled in my gym bay. It's kind of a metaphor. I've done, do lots of ja I've done lots of <laughs> paddling, and I've done more than gym bay a lot. Well, you, you had a concept for me. You wanted me to record it well, in the kayak? Yes. I thought if we ever did something together... We would do it in a kayak. Because I like the ocean, what we yeah, talked yeah. before, and you are... Kind of so windy on the mic, though. That's tough. For me, uh, as a, Brother Sam wanted me to get sounds mm. from, you know, off Point Furman and Cabrillo Beach, and it took many times because just even a little wind. But I got them. I got the uh, shikas. I got the... Yeah, uh, yeah I heard them. The, even amazing. the paddling. Amazing. We, well, we, we're trying to use that... For the, this is a rough mix. But the, the paddle like, yeah. in the ocean. That's actually how Sam thinks. He, he said, maybe we should start with... The, and I thought, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We actually... Uh, I also brought him the idea of, like we did the gig, where I do one chorus a cappella. Okay, to start <laughs> on the... I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I've, I've handed over the control to him because he's put so much work into it. I've kind of done my parts. Sure. But yeah, you, I think I will record you in kayak, if possible. I think okay. I, I, I if, okay. If this, it's calm, if nature is good. This is how how I, I think we should do it. Um, we put a wireless. You're recording bass. You're not recording vocals. So, oh okay. Maybe it, you it ain't gonna get the sound of the ocean. Yeah, somewhere. we could have two mics. Maybe. Oh, maybe set, uh, set the way I'm rocking around in the kayak, that will affect the motion. Yeah, of the song. it will. It will because you don't have the. Pal, might pal. go over. That thing keeps you balanced. <laughs> Here, after um, uh, the Cuz song, we uh, played Endlessly Chilled by Streets of Rage, and then Control the Whole Regime by Plymel and Me. That's a Charlie Plymel poem. Oh. But uh, not him reading it. And uh, The Souls Who Lost Control by Milton and Newport. That's Jack Brewer. And Marshall Mello back in 19, I don't know, 78, 77, uh, Jack Brewer went on to do Sacrament Trust, who, uh, yeah, Sacrament. my first back, a gig back in SoCal will be uh, January 16, 
in uh, Redwood Bar and Grimoire play Sacred Trust. And Joe buys his guitar, sees the cat who's going to, I'm going to collaborate with for the fourth Unknown Instructor album. In fact, he just sent me an email asking me to uh, throw him some ideas. Big history of Joe Bison. Started, started teaching himself guitar at 27 years old. Really? Yeah. And he's one of the most innovative, very... Uh, he started at 27. Uh, yeah. That's the punk scene in the old days, man. People, you start the way I end every gig, huh? Start your own band. You got to hear that for the first... I don't get to do that Stooges gig. But my I gigs, I always end, yeah, and yeah. I say, start your own man. I was looking, I was waiting for it when you... Oh, you know I did that? Yeah, I seen okay. it, yeah. I, I pay attention. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I mean, before that gig, you know I did that at gigs. Yes. Oh. Because I've seen you, um, well, you mentioned it to me several times. Okay, okay. And then I also, I think I've seen the footage maybe once or something with a... No, I like to do that, because I, that's the debt I, f I feel I owe the punk scene. Mm. Yeah. Um, but there was other stuff too uh, Cabo Piano was incredible yeah, you know, that right? was really the drummer amazing. from Boredoms I can't remember his name you know what I, I got a CD from the piano player god damn it I, I got it too but I didn't bring it did he, you he yeah but I think I did I think we can play that um, no that's not the one no, it's not the one. It had a little hey, who, uh, who do you like? Are you going to gigs in London right now? Um, Have you been to any shows besides Deerhoof? <laughs> I was waiting for Deerhoof to come and play. No, I mean, Deerhoof's yeah, no, great, no. but I'm, I'm wondering about the local scene there. Are you seeing stuff? I haven't seen much lately, to be honest. I was waiting for the Black Lips to, to come again. Uh -huh. We saw the Black Lips when they were starting in back in 2004, and they yeah. did, they did a, a show that it was nuts. The bass puke over himself, and and <laughs> and then start he he play he he fell he slipped on the puke and on the floor rolling kept playing, and then the the guitarist shot a fire extinguisher, and the lady from the owner of the pub started to beat him up, <laughs> and then he he escaped. She had to lock him, and then she, he escaped. Yeah. <laughs> he went back to the stage, and his nose was bleeding, but he kept on playing. And then I thought, well, nobody's gonna stop these guys playing, you know? <laughs> the puking, the fighting—it was crazy. Well, really good show. And then they became a, a little bit known after that. But they haven't been. Well, they're from the U.S., right? Yes, they're from south. Not not far from you, I think. And what, the California band. No California. Ah, fuck. Where, where are they from? I forgot. But I think it's more close to Mexico than 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 to Canada. Okay. And I haven't seen them playing live since since then. And they've done some crazy stuff. They went to play to India, and they they had to flee the country in a rush because they show their ass on stage. And they they, they that's the one. That's Here the it one. is. Yeah, Takuma Watanabe. They showed their ass on stage. Well, that was okay, but but when they kissed, the two guys kissed. That was a big problem in India because of the gay thing. Ah. And then they they are backstage, and then the manager comes and says, "You have to leave." Yeah. They cut, cut. They had a few days, and they had to cut the, the tour because tour's of that. done. Yeah, tour's done. And they were like, "No, no way." And they say, "You you." And they they were gonna arrest them and wow. jail them. 
Because of the I still want to play India, but maybe I don't careful, kiss don't, any dudes. Don't do French kissing on the stage. <laughs> okay. If if any of you guys listening want to just go to YouTube, you can watch the all the stuff. It's it's been filmed. And okay, let's play some uh, Takuma Watanabe. I mean, this kid, that that band was wild, weren't they? Wild, really intense. I think this is a solo thing of his. Play one of the songs but towards the end. I think maybe another okay. thirteen or fourteen. Watch Pedro show.
a song written by Tom Verlaine.
When he wanted, he wanted when he wanted. Yeah, he wanted, some of the stuff he was fucked up, and then couldn't play some of the stuff he didn't care. Um, what from Pedro show? Um, what we hear there? Uh, the first night, I couldn't. St I was in tears, you know, laughing into the. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! Okay. Damn it! That the mind, that Danny was so funny. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> He sounded like Beavis and Bach when they're like, damn it. Because <laughs> I couldn't get the camera. Yeah, yeah he was struggling. I could see. And I wanted to, because I wanted to paddle with you. I mean, talk to you while I was paddling, not just stop. Like in the old, yeah, old yeah, movies. Yeah, I like I that made. when you paddle. Here, it, it feels, I say the song. I feel like I'm, I'm in there, you know, like. I'm right, like, right. You know, when if the, I sit there with the, holding the camera and mm, talk. It's, no, it's nice when you're moving. That's right. And paddling and breathing hard. <laughs> also, I'm going towards things. I think what I, I want to do for you is get one coming in from the sea. That's really intense. Ah. When the wave's behind you and it pushes you up mm. on there, that's intense. Sometimes it throws you out. But be careful. I don't Here, want to I should, uh, No, no, it's at the shore. It's at the shore. Okay. Drowning. I guess you could drown in an inch I mean, of no, water. No, not drag into the ocean by, with a kayak and by the currents or something. I don't know. No, it's up on the beach. But you, you can, can wipe you, out and get you, wet. But you come out. You come out of the Angel's Gate, and then you're, no, in the no. you're in the open already. Yeah, but I'm talking about coming into the sh uh, the beach. But don't go too far to the beach. The I've gone out pretty far. But you should when be I careful. I took those sounds for Sam because you could hear the fucking harbor noise. And if you're lost at sea, you ain't gonna hear fucking longshoremen, <laughs> can boats being unloaded. No, so I had I went way out to try, and then the airplanes would fly. But I got some for him though. Anyway, this last block of music, um, uh, we heard, uh, first off was Electric Season Comes by Takuma Watanabe. He had that band, uh, Combo Piano, that blew us away at yeah, uh, really Makano 09 really, really good. Festival, mini festival in uh, Shimata, uh, Kirazawa. Big respect to uh, Kazuto-san for putting on that gig. All the bands that played, righteous people, you know, Clean of Core, the Shua, uh, Oh, Karu Crew, they were great. Light, I already mentioned them. Um, Christ, my mind. Uh, Ilya Gagarin. 
Oh, I don't remember the yeah, names. Ilya so Gagarin. And, um, yeah, they're, they're, I saw them all, though. Yeah, yeah. I saw them all. all the way through. Um, and thank you for letting me play. Mike. But then we heard We Were Made for This by Fig. They also played. It was their second gig ever live. That's uh, from my birthday at uh, the Prospector. Uh, that's also with the LHOQ. Light is from the Fun House thing. And uh, Banana Fish, that's something Jose brought uh, by Shonen Knife. Bottleneck Liquor by Solar Skeletons. Uh, Venus by Peter Laffner. Peter Laffner started a band called Perubu. And Venus was a song by a band called Television. And Tony Mamoni, good friend of mine, that's where I'm mixing this uh, third opera. And recorded it. Shirking blue. Uh, said um, he's got the Peter Laffner Stratocaster. Tom Watson got to play it. It's a red one. Incredible. And then finally we heard a uh, Command Z by Naku. You know who Naku is, right? You met her last night. Oh. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have a bad memory too, dude. My memory. People tell me their name in like. But that's the, the J-pop girl. Okay. Uh, people tell me their name one minute later. Yeah, you forget. Yeah, it's I do terrible. that. It's terrible. It's terrible. And so what you do is you invent little ways of trying to get them to say their name again. Because you don't want to seem like some rude motherfucker. Like, what's your name? <laughs> you just told me, but you know. Uh, it's bad. The memory, uh, the memory thing, um, for lots of stuff, parts of songs, everything. It becomes a struggle as you get less younger, <laughs> a little bit. And uh, but I'm working on it. You know, the memory is a muscle. I think that was a song I did with Elliot Sharp once, and he sampled it. This, is the, yeah, it's a, a, a record called Bootstrappers. It's me and George Hurley playing with Elliot Sharp. Yeah, and I played a bass that was this big. You guys can't see, but it's a small thing called an Ashberry. And um, I had rubber band strings, big rubber bands. You had to play with uh, uh, talcum powder on this motherfucker. Wow. You know, or your fingers would stick to it. But it kind of sounded like a stand-up bass, even though it was mandolin scale. Very strange. Okay, so no bands from England, right? You saw the uh, U.S. band Black Lips, and they put well, on Well, I was show. waiting, yeah. <laughs> you waiting they, for They're going to travel. And, uh, good, but you're going to see any more music here. When do you go back? I'm going back on the 18th, so I might okay. try to see some show. But yeah, mm. Saturday I go back. Four days of recording now. Uh, in fact, I got to get to the studio soon. Um, it's been really good having you aboard. Oh, thank you so much for no, no letting me. Now you've done. We've done the show in Valencia uh, or Spain, uh, Catalonia. We've done the show in England together, and now we've done it in Japan. Okay. Great. We got to do a Pedro yes. one. Yes, you know? next one. So that would be righteous. Um, it's been a good trip for me, a good experience. I get home. Like I was saying, I was going to play Sacrament Trust in my uh, second man. And then I got some uh, gig. Oh, I, got, I practiced with Stooges. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because it all starts in April uh, in April uh, for the tour and for the summer. Also, there's a Ron Ashton tribute. Uh, tribute, yeah, Ooh. on the 13th at the Roxy. And uh, you after know, practice, we're going to do practice and go right straight to that. You you playing with a studio? I know some studio songs. Of course you do. You, you were the one standing with him. Perk is going to be there, and uh, Chad Smith, and wow. yeah, Clem Burke, some drum drummy. 
our friends of Scotty Sun. Nice. It'd be great to play with yeah. him again. Brother Steve. Okay. You I'm remember him? Yeah? Oh, of course I do. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's been the um, January 5th, 2010 edition of Watt from Pedro show. Uh, next one will be probably done in Pedro <laughs> next week. So uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, and again, Jose. Gracias. Gracias, yeah. Which was. Uh, keep your powder dry. <laughs>